Welcome back, everybody, to Rules of the Arena podcast. This is episode 77, and I'm happy to say that Brandon Watson and Tim Selden, both alumnus of Rules of the Arena, are back again this week. Um, we were talking about their their respective EPs, Brandon on his, his band project called Misery's End, and Tim with For Fear Itself, just really, both released EPs. You can check them out now. A lot of fun to listen to. It was a lot of fun to talk to them. We went into about the music, what they've been up to, and even when a little bit down the rabbit hole on some video, new video games and stuff like that. Overall, just a blast talking with them. I think for the third time now, and I hope you enjoyed as well. Now I just have Brandon on my screen, though. I don't have any Gordon on my screen. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it works on phone, if you can do the grid view or not. Oh, I guess it switches whenever, like, when you started talking, it switched to you, so... I guess that's what it's going to do. It's going to switch as you're talking. Audio it's picking up. Gotcha. Cool. All right. I have coffee brewing, so I'm going to get a cup before we start. No, oh, yeah, we're live on Twitch. So it's all good. Oh, we are? <laughs> yeah, 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 go for it. I don't care. Well, shoot. My bad. No, you're good. I just like to start it. And that way, you know, you're not doing the countdown or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It should right. be. It's done. I'll go check it real quick. I'll be right Yeah. Good. Coffee sounds awesome right now. So how's it been? It's going good. It's the last time we talked. Busier than shit as of late, but it's going yeah. good. I feel that. I've kind of been like taking on too much responsibility <laughs> with like different projects. Like I have a, another project. Um, I'm actually you talked to Quinn uh when was that? Was that last? You talked to... Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I snap. I didn't know you talked to Quinn. Yeah, Quinn was on the show... God, I want to... Last spring, I think. I have to listen to that. I I'm pretty that. sure. No, I want to look it up. <clears throat> but but yeah, I'm actually, like... I'm doing vocals for, like, the project that he was in. Mm-hmm. At least, like... For now, I don't know. If it's going to be like a permanent thing, but I've been doing some vocals for that project, which has been fun. But just with the like the fact that I have FFI and I have to be the one that handles most of the stuff for that, <laughs> got me a little stressed out. And then I have like a third thing where I've also been doing a, like a little bit of vocals just on one song so far for another project. So it's like spreading myself too thin. I need to calm down. No, I know it goes. <laughs> Hey, Gordon, can you send me a link to your Twitch real quick? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, anywhere, any messenger is fine. Yeah. Let me, uh, I can do it on my phone. Um, yeah, uh, Quinn was on episode 57, so yeah, that was last winter, spring, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I'm going to have to go listen to that later. Yeah, I checked that out when we were about to go on, um, when we did the full band FFI episode. I remember I checked that out, so I was like, oh, Quinn, that's the homie. <laughs> That's the BB right there. Yeah, he was, uh, I, I can't remember. He started showing up on my 40 page on TikTok, or Brandon, I don't know if you did a reaction or something, duet or whatever. Yeah, I used to, to do a lot stuff. of duets of his yeah. videos, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this kid's fucking awesome. And then we're talking to him, he's like, finding out that at the time he's, what, 20, 21, something like that. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looks like way older than he is. Not like in a bad way, like he just looks like more grown. Right. Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> and to have the, the vocal range that he does at that young Dude, age. That's insane. It makes no sense. <laughs> it pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> Dude, I love him. Down. God dang, he's too good. And he just started, he did, like, he started doing, he used to do only fries, and then he started doing false chord, and like within a month of practicing, he was like a fucking expert. <laughs> Insane. Well, speaking of Quinn, though, you just had him uh, feature on your album or EP, excuse me. Yep, absolutely. I know. I'm about a games. month later than we wanted to originally do this episode, but how's it feel to have it out now? Dude, it feels really good. Um, <clears throat> it's doing a lot better than I anticipated. So, before the EP released, I was at like 1,200 monthly listeners or so, and some people were talking about it. And now, as of today, I'm six away from 5,000, no which shit. is <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I mean, I know that number is going to drop. Just It's just because the EP just released, but still, just even touch that number is right. ridiculous. So it's it's doing really well. Um, <clears throat> there are some things that are going to change with our 
releases in the future. Mm-hmm. So with this whole EP, it was all an in-house project. TJ did all the producing and everything and mixing and stuff like that. So with in the future with our new releases, we're definitely going to be more towards the industry standard and getting a producer to mix everything for us mm-hmm. just so it sounds, you know, more professional, I nice. guess, but I'm totally happy with the way it sounds now, but, uh, just, you know, hopefully to get more reach, just make it sound a little bit better, sure. get a professional to do their thing on it. But well, last yeah. time we, we talked, when was that December, November, November, I believe, no, no, it was before, August. it was before that it was either August or October. I think it's or September or something. I don't know. It was it was shortly. Yeah. It was the it was it was. I think it was the day the first single dropped, right? Yeah, I think so. So, so yeah, I think it was. September? I'm gonna look because I'm really bad at remembering. <laughs> it was either August or September. It might have been August. Um, I just remember that I didn't plan on moving, and then yeah, that's when uh, when I move, I started oh, the whole actually, process of transitioning back and. October, October and then moved in November and it's just been a you know yeah wild apparently season. it was October I thought it was earlier than that hmm. interesting I don't know yeah but at the uh, time where, where I was going with that <laughs> is that you you weren't sure if this is going to be a one and done or you wanted to keep going but now it sounds like you're you going yeah oh, we're definitely going to keep going <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely um uh, Tim looks like you're sh- on mute uh oh my bad. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> but no, it, we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna keep going. I think it's it's one of those things. Like as soon as you start making music, you just kind of get addicted, <laughs> and you just want to make more. And there's just so much stuff I want to say and so much I want to talk about. We we definitely gotta we gotta keep going. Awesome. It wouldn't feel right to stop right here. <laughs> you it, so keep going with the same theme like we were talking about before. I mean, Misery's End. You're talking about you know kind of a, a cathartic release, if you will. Stay in that so, same vein, or do you want to kind of expand out with it? Well, we will definitely expand at some point, but there's, I'm still going to stick to that theme, at least for the next few singles. There's sure. some stuff that, uh, there's, like I said earlier, there's just some stuff I still want to get out, some stuff I want to say. So. Yeah. <laughs> or scream, I, should, I guess I should say. <laughs> nice hoodie, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I, I found it off this guy in the street corner. And <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> That's pretty nice for a street hoodie. <laughs> yeah, uh, for those of you not watching the YouTuber on Twitch, it's uh, Breakdown Therapy, the brand inserted. When did you start that anyways? Was that last year? Um, or it was a little before uh, Misery's End started, so it was it was last summer at some point in the summer. So, yeah, that's still going really good, too. I mean, it's not blowing up like it was in the beginning. Everything blows up in the, in the right. beginning and then slows down. But, I mean, it's still steady. I'm getting quite a few orders every month, so it's going good. I haven't had to order more yet. I ordered a, a lot when I made my first order. <laughs> <laughs> I still probably have, like, 20 to 30% of all my stuff left. So, yeah. overall, I mean, I think that's a W. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I hate about merch is the, the fulfillment side of the house. The design yeah. and getting the actual product in your hand, seeing it for the first time, so much fun. And then, you're like, God damn it, I gotta go to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that has been a pain in the butt. I uh, the first couple months, I just had a dedicated day during the week that I went, and now it's just whenever I build up, you know, ten or so orders, I'll go. Right. So, but yeah, it's been good. Yep. And then the Misery's End merch is coming, it, or it's already here. It's on pre-order now. So. So that. I didn't do as much for this though. I'm just doing T-shirts, flags, and stickers. Just to see where it goes it's, it's <laughs> been it on my list of stuff to throw in my pre-order for but every time i think about it, it's like two in the morning my my wallet's across my apartment it's like ah, yeah. i'm not getting out of bed right now <laughs> yeah well it's pre-ordered till the 28th and then after that none of it's available so shit okay <laughs> putting it in you my calendar <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, i did i'd like that i did a lot of different colors this time too rather than like with breakdown therapy i just did the black with mm-hmm. misery zone you can get four different colors the red one looks sick yeah, I, that's what everybody, that's the most ordered so far. There's only been one white ordered, and I understand it because having white clothes sucks, but to me, the white <laughs> just looks so good. <laughs> as, as, and not to not to compare you to someone or another band, but the, when, as soon as I saw the red one, it reminded me, and I think you've worn it, the red Spite hoodie that they did yeah. a long mm-hmm. time ago. Yeah, the one that I was sold out in my size when I saw Montuli for the first time. Yeah, my best friend actually got me for that for my birthday. I was excited for that. Yeah, I still have that. It, it, uh, I'm not happy with the way it's, I guess, formed after being washed so many times. It mm-hmm. doesn't fit right anymore. I'll still wear it, but it just fits funny now. But right. I, I still love it. But, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of EPs and merch, 
Tim, you've been busy with that, as you are mentioning. You got your hands in a few different cookie jars. But you yeah, recently yeah. dropped you dropped the EP two. Yeah. Yeah, EP number two for us. So that works perfectly that we'd be talked about second, I understand. Like uh, it's our first EP since 2012. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I was sitting there trying to pull the year out of my head that the first EP came out. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been like 10 years almost, like a, a few months short of 10 years since the, the first step of it. Um, much different sound if anyone has heard the old one it's like you know I mean I think I think you've heard it but it's like or you've at least heard like the title track so like it's definitely much heavier it's it's not uh, any queens or anything like that anymore just angry shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've listened to it too a couple times it's I'll get to work about anywhere between 6 and 6.30 in the morning and gives me hour to a half hour of time where I can sit down at my desk and get paperwork stuff aside, but then I have my little portable speaker next to me and I'm just playing angry angry music and my, my assistant will come and he goes, what the hell are you listening to? <laughs> it's my happy morning music, come on. <laughs> what, what gets me through the day. Right. That's what I'm listening to. <laughs> but do, I mean, Tim, does it feel easier now that, I mean, albeit it's been, like you said, almost 10 years, was it easier the second time around, or...? Did you have to take, um, put the training wheels back on for a bit? So, I guess the easiest way to put it is that, like, we had... Um, someone else was, like, the, the leader, for one, with the band and was kind of spearheading everything at the time. Um, our old guitarist, Grant, who now has... Uh, he, he does, um, like, EDM stuff under Truthless, if you listen to any of that sort of stuff, check him out. He's super talented. Um, but he used to be the one that kind of led everything back then. And I was just, like, along for the ride. Because it was, like, his his band to begin with. I just kind of picked it back up. Um, and it's it's transformed into a much different thing since then. And, you know, now anyone that's involved with it now, they, they wouldn't even really know uh, probably who Grant is. But yeah, I still got to credit him because, you know, it was his baby to begin with, so shout out to Grant and Truthless. But um, he he's the one that was leading things back then and kind of like him and my mom was actually our manager then, so they handled uh, most anything that I would be handling right now, plus the, like, the small label we were on at the time. Like anything that I'm handling now, I didn't have to handle then. So... Um, in, in short, it's much different. It's a lot harder because uh, I'm the one that's like, you know, the, managing the band essentially. Like, we don't have a manager. It's just me. So I take care of pretty much anything that isn't live sound related. I have to handle. So yeah, it's been it's been difficult, but it's it's super gratifying when people do you know say that they enjoy anything we've made. So it's worth You're it. Doing a great job, though. Thank you, man. You too. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you. We should kiss. <laughs> you weren't all the way in Tennessee, man. You had to move farther away. I know, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, how's it feel to be central time now? Uh, I really haven't noticed much different. It's all right. Um, I do miss Virginia a lot, but at the same time, I do love it here. Mm-hmm. So, But, uh, yeah, it does suck being far away from Tim now because before it was just, you know, a quarter's day's drive to go see him and do whatever and now i it's like 15 hours <laughs> so is it 15 jesus that's it's, so far. it's in between 13 and 15 depending on traffic and everything so yeah are you at least yeah. close to the nashville area yeah i'm about an hour from nashville Ooh. so i actually just bought tickets to left to suffer traders uh, wrist meets razor and i don't remember if there's another band or not but they're going to be here in march so i'll be there nice. so i'm excited for that <laughs> Those are your boys. You're the ones that were telling me about Scumfuck. Oh, it is Scumfuck. That's right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited to see Dickie live, dude. That's going to be nasty. Yeah. He's a beast. <laughs> oh, did you ever go to that, uh, I, don't, I guess this isn't super great podcast material, but yeah. I just am curious if you ever went to that uh, Victims and, like, Gideon show. Or did that not happen yet? I think it already happened. You talking to me? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't know if that happened or not. That's a really good I question, actually. 
If it did, I missed it. I've just been so busy with work and everything. I haven't even been thinking about shows. That's why <laughs> Dude, I got this line up so far ahead. <laughs> yeah, that lineup was so sick. I was pissed. Yeah. Fit for an autopsy came to town with a few other bands. I can't remember who now. And uh, I saw the, and I was just, I'm like, sweet, I want to go. And then like the week of the show, I completely forgot that the venue is requiring a. Uh, COVID negative test within 72 hours. So I'm sitting there scrambling, calling every area there, every little yeah. pharmacy and hospital in my area. Like, Hey, can I get in for a test? They're like, well, are you showing symptoms? I'm like, no, I'm trying to go to a concert. Like, no, no, you can't. Come on. Well, apparently they sell at home tests now. I don't know if they did then, but uh, all the pharmacies here near me, they all sell like at home tests that you can take and take to shows to show that you're negative and everything. Yeah. And I didn't so. even think about that until yeah. it was the day after the show. And, a buddy of mine mentioned that he had to do it for for work and stuff I'm like why well, I, mm-hmm. I should have just ordered that but i've missed a lot just in the few months of being here in tennessee just because i've been so busy yeah i hate it <laughs> i need to get back in the groove <laughs> to go on the shows man i miss it yeah and then uh well tim speaking of shows i saw you guys played or are playing did i miss it did I um we show? played we played last month on the 19th um with enox and kitty cat hello I'm bringing the cat up to say hi real quick. Pretty baby. Um, but we played last month with Enox, Infurious. Uh, oh gosh, uh, Under the Pier. Fuck, who was on that tier? Grand State, Enox, Under the Pier, and a band called Damages. I think that's everyone. I'm really sorry if I forgot somebody. It's not intentional. But uh, all those bands are sick. And it was really fun. Enoch just dropped an album, which is really good too. Uh, so if anyone hasn't heard of them, yeah, they're so sick, <laughs> and they're they're nice nice people. So that was cool getting to talk with some of them a little bit. Um, yeah, it was just it was a good night. And then we're going on tour in March, um, like the 11th through 20th with Visceral Autopsy and Split Lip. So if you live in the East Coast, come check that out. Is that just, is the East Coast, mainly East Coast area? Are you going to be traveling elsewhere in the country with them? It's like a really, it's a really small section of the East Coast even. It's not even full East Coast. It's like, we're doing like Maryland, Virginia, uh, West Virginia, New York, um, PA. It's like, it's not going very far. <laughs> so, no. is, uh, is that going to be Split Lips first time playing live, you know? No, they've done shows before. Oh, really? Okay, I thought they were like a brand yeah. new band. Okay. Yeah. They are new, but they're they're not like they've been around for like they've been putting things together for at least like a year. So I want to say. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to them and shout out to Visceral Autopsy. They're both super talented. Yeah, and you're featured on the Split Lip. Is it an EP or album? Yeah, it's an EP. Yeah, I'm featured on one of those songs. Be sure to check that out. That was a good feature. I liked it. <laughs> I didn't love how my feature came out, but it's like, I don't know. It was like a, some, some weird timing thing where like the tracks that I sent were like for some reason messed up and it just, yeah, but it is what it is. Either way, yeah. it sounds good to me, like, but not as good as what I like expected. <laughs> anyway, the, the rest of their shit is awesome. It's just, I'm just, I'm, I'm dogging on my feature. Split Lip is great and their, their EP is great, so. That's all I would say. We are all kind of worst <laughs> critics, that's for sure. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm bad about, you know, going on little tangents where I just, like, shit on myself, so I apologize that. That's not good podcast content. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> no, I just had a had somebody re, uh, start listening to the show, and they uh, somebody I know, and they're like, oh, man, I listened to this episode. It was really great. I'm like, oh, why did you listen to that one? There's 75 <laughs> others you could have chose. <laughs> songs too it's like someone will be like oh i checked out the or like someone will check out older songs and i'll be like uh well we just put out new music that, we're working really hard on <laughs> that didn't come out when i was 16 if you want to listen to that yeah i still i like the old yeah, stuff I mean, too it's like, i mean it, it's fun it reminds me a lot of back in well i went my first and well only time i got to go to warp tour was back in 2010 and it, it it's a bit of a throwback for me in the style wise if you will mm-hmm <laughs> yeah it's for sure yes it's it's in that like the vein of all of the sort of stuff that was on that warp tour bill i can't remember exactly who it was but i feel like it was, it was like attack attack probably like we came as romans memphis mayfire probably 
Yeah. I know that's that's who was on the 2011. I remember going to that one. Yeah. Miss May, all that stuff. The big ones in 2010 were August Burns Red, Devils Were Prada, and Asking Alexandria. And okay, so that's same who, thing. Yeah, I went there for Asking Alexandria, and then I found all these other bands, including um, uh, Foxy Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. Excuse me, can't talk to them. I don't think I've never heard of that. <laughs> it, it's a it's a cool I guess punk style band. I don't think they're around anymore, uh, but it's like the you know the band Chicago had a bastard love child with the Sex Pistols. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was just different, uh, you know, yeah. way different than anything else that was playing that day. And it was a lot of fun to watch. But there's another. There's a, like cool. a heavy metal bluegrass band. I mean, they had your your what you'd normally expect out of a metal band. And then there's a guy playing on a washboard and jugs, and they had a stand-up bass and a banjo and shit like that. Wow. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> Sounds wild. At least they're being different. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's interesting. I'm going to have to check that out when we get off here. But what else is new and exciting for you guys? I mean, it's been a little while, so well, Tim, especially since we you were last on the show. Yeah, um, I mean, not a lot, mainly the EP and the tour. Um, I mean, we're going to have new merch soon. As soon as I can get this last set of merch out, we'll be dropping the new merch because I don't want to drop the new merch until I send out the old merch. Um, and to, to anyone, you know, that hasn't gotten, like, an email response or anything about that, um, I apologize for the merch taking so long. But <laughs> we actually, I literally went to go, we were trying to print some of it today and then like we got to the shop because um, one of my dad's coworkers was gonna help us. Because the whole reason, uh, sorry, I should preface this by saying, the whole reason it's not done is because my dad has been out of work because he's been having a lot of like, you know, issues with his, uh, his hip. And then he got a uh, like MRI done recently and found out that he has cancer. So like, oh, fuck, dude. we had, yeah, that that whole situation was just shit. But we we did like get one of his coworkers to like agree to help us get that done, so I won't have to pay someone else so, like you know a bunch of money and lose out on any of the profits that we would have had from that drop. Um, and we we like showed up there and we're ready to go like getting all the the like blanks out laid out and we like didn't have all of the art so we would have like only been able to print like one of the designs so we have to go back like sunday or something and after that oh shoot let me plug up my phone make sure it doesn't die here <laughs> i don't know if you just lost me for a second there uh, but um but yeah after that it should finally be on the way and then we've got some new stuff coming um I know some people saw the like the Pokemon design because I posted to our <laughs> yes. story, but yes. if you didn't see that, we have a Pokemon design coming um, done by our buddy Vinny Quagliato. Um, so check that out. He's uh, I think it's at SnackBinBin on Instagram, I believe is his tag. So check him out. He's really talented. He also did a little piece of us like drawn as like anime characters or uh, <laughs> comic book characters I guess is more accurate but that's cool yeah I was giving you but a yeah, the so, other day about the I think it was a sweatshirt that I ordered I can't really remember I'm but, pretty sure it is yeah but the same day I ordered from you I also ordered some stuff from uh, uh, Lift Evil uh, Frank I can't think of his name but he's a power lifter gym owner down out of Florida and he does all his own designs and everything and the the my buddy showed me his stuff years ago. That was like a Cthulhu themed gym shirt, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty sweet. And then finally, I get around to ordering some stuff. And it, this was back what November when you did the pre order, Tim? Um, December. Yeah, maybe? like yeah, no, it was like I started it. I think like last week of October. So it's yeah. been way too long. <laughs> same day I ordered for you I ordered from him and then it just kind of hit me the other week I was just kind of like looking for a sweatshirt I'm like son of a bitch where's my Lift Evil I never got my Lift Evil shirt oh shit <laughs> and you, should, you should have a, a hoodie you could have grabbed then too that's my fault you don't so I no good. and I well I completely forgot about them and then I, I started looking at the tracking number and said yep it was delivered I'm like it most certainly wasn't so I was like oh I wonder if they lost oh, well, my, my for fear for for fear itself shirt too. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm glad that that's not the case. At least they're still going to be getting it. So. That's something I run it's into a lot, and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. I've ran into that so many times. Do you do the refunds or they're like no? I typically stuff? just send, I send something back out first. I'll I'll contact the post office and see if they have it anywhere. And ninety nine percent of the time they say it got lost or they just don't know where it is and there's nothing they can do about it. So I just have to send the person back something else. So, so a trick I found and for anyone that's listening and you're doing a merch sale or delivery or fulfillment of any kind, go on to the USPS website and you can go for I believe it is a. Uh, package location request or something like that mm-hmm. and so because I was getting a bunch of uh, test prints delivered mm-hmm. to me and it, I was watching the tracker and it said it arrived at the local post office and it was sitting there for like two weeks I'm like I need this I'm trying to get this launched by Halloween come on yeah. give it to me and they kept saying oh well we received the, the bill of lading but we haven't received any packages I go well your website says it's here yeah. So then right. I finally got fed up, and I was talking to someone else I know that has done this before, and they're like, oh, yeah, just submit this form, and they should get back to you in the next day. And magically, that same day, they found them sitting in their, in the back oh, of their of warehouse course. and brought them over. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it's a form that just goes up far enough the food chain that somebody calls and or what the case that's was. But what it is, yeah. If I had to guess, that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> call from higher up and make them actually like do some work Mm -hmm. you gotta be a Karen sometimes (laughs) (laughs) what Brandon how about you I mean you said you were gonna do a second EP thoughts Um, of doing a live show at all um, I don't think I don't, there's no plans for another EP or full album or anything I think we're just gonna do singles for a while Mm -hmm. so this is podcast exclusive so only anybody hearing this is hearing it here is going to know so the next thing we have coming out is actually a cover i'm not going to say what it is but it is a cover and i don't even know this yet so i'm kind of i'm, I'm upset with you no i told you i could probably did go you? back and yeah i did we'll, we'll talk later yeah i'm pretty sure i sent it to you if not i'll talk Fortnite or something but but uh yeah, we have a cover, and it's fully done instrumentally. We just got it. Me and TJ are both going to be doing vocals on it. So uh, we got to get that done. So that'll be coming out hopefully within the next two months at some point. Two months is kind of like the as, as long as I want to go. Anything longer than that is something's not something's not right. But anyway, it is a pretty uh, vocally demanding track, and it's going to be challenging for me for sure with me still. Like a lot of the shit you've written. Hey, shut up. Your shit is so hard. <laughs> I could not perform it, so it is like back to back, like well, line after line. I will say, so I do vocals in the car all the time. That's the only time I practice. <clears throat> and uh, I did my whole EP. The only song I struggled with was "Living with Loss," and it's just like the first thirty-five segments is just straight, just nonstop vocals, and I lost my breath like five times <laughs> doing that live. I would definitely have to like put the mic over the crowd for a minute. <laughs> I know you guys don't know these words, but pretend you do. <laughs> let, me, let me breathe. But uh, no, I mean, that was the only part I really struggled with, like, bad. So if we ever were to do a live show, which we don't have anything planned right now, but anything could happen. <clears throat> but if we ever did that song, I'm going to have to really practice and, like, get up my stamina because that's a, that's a tough song for sure. It's just it's the first 35 seconds, I'm just going nonstop. I mean, even when I recorded it, I think, I mean, that whole 35 seconds is broke up into, like, eight sections and just mashed together <laughs> you know that's how you do shit <laughs> but uh yeah so we're gonna do this cover and then a few singles we actually have a uh so we want to do three singles at least two of them are gonna there's not gonna be any features because i know the ep every single song had a feature except the intro but uh <clears throat> two of them is not gonna have a feature and then one of them is and i've already secured that feature and uh, another podcast exclusive. The band name uh, rhymes with late for supper. Um, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, late for no, supper. That sounds like the most Midwest metal band ever. <laughs> oh, hopefully you know who I'm referring to. Yes, yes, but, I do. But yeah, I've got that secured. So we that might be the first single we put out just because it's going to be hype as fuck. But, uh, so yeah, we have at least a cover and three singles, and then anything after that isn't set in stone what we're going to do. I'd like to do another EP at some point, but we'll see. 
Hey, does it feel like it'd be, or do you think doing a second one now that you have one under the belt would be a little bit easier, especially if, you know you're talking easier about the producer? Easier and so much better. <laughs> like <laughs> I really like this EP. I, 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 for a first time thing and it being completely just you know just me and TJ doing it, I think it turned out damn good. But I can only imagine how much better the second our new stuff's gonna be. It's gonna be way better because to my virgin ears, when it came to making music, when we were making all of it, to me it sounded perfect. Like it was like nothing wrong with it. This is absolutely perfect. And then at, when it released and I listened to it more and more and more, I was like, ah, there's a lot here that could be better. <laughs> there's a lot of improvement to be made here. But uh, yeah, so I'm definitely excited for that. I'm excited for everything to be more professional in the future. So yeah. And then, like I said, live shows, there's nothing set in stone. If it happens, it happens. If the opportunity arises, actually, it's funny. I just remembered there was actually, there's a band that hit us up I think it was the guitarist. It was the the the, the guitarist of Dead Awake mm-hmm. messaged me and said that we should come play a show with him in Chicago sometime. And I was like, uh, it's kind of hard to play a show with only two people. <laughs> so yeah, Sawbus yeah. and I want to go play with them. Oh, how else up? We're actually a full band. That would be sick. Yeah, I think it's so, Dead Awake. But yeah, yeah they're in Chicago. They're so sick, dude. They were so they were so good live at that show in Chicago. But, uh, do we actually have people that listen to us in Chicago? No one listens to us in Baltimore. Chicago is, is Misery's End's most listened to city, which is yeah, it's it's one of our top five. I'm I'm not I'm not actually like you know like people there's there's people from Baltimore, but it's like Chicago is always in top five. Baltimore is like down like ten or fifteen, which is <laughs> hurts my feelings. I guess so the horsing is huge in Chicago. I guess it is. Uh, like I mean the music music scene in general like. Yeah. Chi-town's just the, the place for music. Mm-hmm. So, Brandon, you know, with Misery Sends being your baby and Tim, you talk about managing everything around for fear itself. Do you guys constantly watch the numbers and see what's going on, you know, whether it's social media or the downloads <laughs> and streams? Because Every day. <laughs> it's funny because, like... I actually, I actually messaged him earlier to be like, hey, Spotify's not fucking updating today. Like, it was book. like 3 or 4 o'clock and it still hadn't updated. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? I'm trying to see what happened yesterday, bro. The yeah. main reason, the, the big thing, at least, well, I wouldn't say the main reason, but one of the big reasons why I check it every day, I look at uh, playlist numbers. Like if I pay someone to be on their playlist and I, I look at the numbers to see how well it's doing, and if it's not doing anything, I won't ask them to be on their playlist anymore mm-hmm. i know that's something i don't need to be on so it's good to keep track of which playlists are doing the best that way you can keep pitching to that playlist so that's yep. what I do a lot of. yeah because i exactly. used to watch numbers for the pot well not really watch i'd text my producer like mm-hmm. the day after a podcast release hey how's it going how's it going you <laughs> and i remember the, the very first episode one day down or one week downloads were 50 people i'm like holy shit mm-hmm. that's like 48 more people than i expect to be besides <laughs> myself and my mom <laughs> <laughs> that was the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Damn, and that's it's, good. It's not bad. Yeah, and I it blew up after I had a one guest on. I mean, first day downloads were north of two thousand and that was still in the first I think it was like the first year, not even full year in. Yeah. That's definitely good. And that's when it well, it started to become a job at that point. And I started mm-hmm. to burn myself out and, and didn't enjoy it yeah. as much as I used to. And I you know, when COVID hit, we shut down the yeah. studio for four or five months and that forced me to get the home studio that I now have here. Mm-hmm. And it but it was a nice little break, forced break away from the podcast and forced yeah. me to ask myself, Why am I doing this? And mm-hmm. now it's like, Yeah, whatever people listen to it great if they don't. Eh, yeah. Also fine. I'm having fun, that's what I care about. Yeah, absolutely. You get to talk to a bunch of cool people too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you talk to Dead Awake again, call them to tell them to uh, dig through their DMs back to around that show in Chicago because uh, I haven't heard back yet. <laughs> okay, sure. Will do. Yeah, like I said, the guitarist messaged me, and I talk to the vocalist every now and then. Uh, I messaged him a few times after the show, and then we're always chatting on like Facebook posts and stuff. But... No, and, I, and I'm actually uh, working on getting another musical artist. I don't want to say who yet. Uh, hopefully, beginning of March on the show. And uh, he, one of his buddies works with me. I'm like, hey, so uh, do you want to talk to him and, and tell him to go check his DM? Because it's been a week and I'm going <laughs> to hear back. <laughs> it's going in a review. I'm your boss, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually, there you go. There's actually someone that uh, you'll be able to have on an episode soon. I know he will. Uh, 
the guy, my best friend Evan, who's featured on the third track, Living With Loss on my EP, he's yeah. doing a solo project and TJ's writing all the instrumentals for him and everything. Nice. So I'm sure once he gets that release, he'll he'll be down for something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, he's a really cool guy. But now, <laughs> to go back to the Pokemon theme, Tim, I assume that you're, you've been playing the new game. I haven't touched it, but I've seen everybody on my friends list has been posting wow. this and that and memes about it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to, about to show off my Switch actually real quick because you just reminded me. I do, uh, you know, a little refurbishing of Switches mainly, but like any Nintendo console uh, I can I could probably mess with. But uh, this was just like a regular Switch and I put I put the housing, um, the new shells on it for the, the Joy-Cons and the body. So like it wasn't a Pokemon one, I just put this shell on it. That's pretty cool. Because yeah, and it looks it looks exactly like the real thing. It's just That's like an aftermarket one I bought. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get a lot of business, and I don't I don't promote it a lot because I'm so worried about like I don't want to blow people up on my like uh, social medias with like seven different businesses and try to focus on the band stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When do you guys yeah. fucking sleep? Because Brandon, you have your hand in just about every social media network out there. You're managing <laughs> a band, which is I mean I do a podcast and. Yeah, I post. I should post more, but uh, I'm kind of forgetful. Yeah, so I don't sleep really. Yeah, I <laughs> you have kids as well, and you know they. Everyone yeah. knows how easy that is, of course. <laughs> so let's let's just let's make a run through. Um, first of all, four kids. Um, I have my TikTok, my Instagram for myself. I have Breakdown Therapy Instagram, TikTok website, merch website. Uh, I just recent. I have my Spotify playlist. Just me. Just recently made a IG for that. I have something else. I can never remember everything. There's other stuff. <laughs> Shout out what it's called so people go jam it. What Misery the playlist? Jam? Oh uh, no, the endless, playlist. Sorry, endless brutality on Spotify. Um, go listen to it. It's one of the best playlists for new heavy music. There's a lot of good ones out there, but. It's definitely one of the. I remember one of the best, yeah. Do you still are you still running the Brandon's Top Music playlist, or did that get absorbed? No, that's that's kind of just like mine now, <laughs> my personal <laughs> one. It, it actually it got a decent amount of likes on it for a while, and then I just stopped talking about it, and now it's just kind of like my own personal playlist. But yeah, um, I think that's everything. I feel like I'm probably forgetting something. But <laughs> oh yeah, Misery's in Facebook, IG. Uh, the merch website now I mean, it's just a lot of stuff I so typically I go to work I work at, at 8 to 5 I get home chill with the kids till they go to bed at 8 and then I'll sit on my computer from anywhere from 11 to 12.30 and I get in bed I lay there for an hour and then I go to sleep whenever I get off my phone and I'm up at like 6.30 so I sleep like 4 to 5 hours <laughs> are you still but doing the- I- I know you were doing Twitch streaming there for a while. Are you still up to that? I do sometimes. It's not something I'm like super heavy into getting into. I do it sometimes. I just hit the button. I'm like, why not? I'm just playing video games. But uh, it's not something I'm like pursuing to be a streamer or anything. It's just if somebody wants to come hang out, they can. But yeah. So, but the good thing is I've always slept anywhere from four to five hours, like my entire life. So I'm kind of just used to it. If, but if I sleep any more than if, if I sleep any more than six hours, I am dead the entire day. Like I'm just like overly tired. I know that doesn't make any sense, but it's it, I'm just so tired all day if I sleep more than six hours. So, but yeah. no, that makes sense. I'm the same way. I just do it anyway because I, uh, you know, I don't know. I just I feel so tired that I just keep sleeping anyway. But you're you're totally right. Like you, a lot of people, especially like when you're when you're you know past your teen years and not quite growing anymore <laughs> once you're in your late 20s i feel like we can we can last on six hours because i definitely am the same way i feel like if i sleep you know seven eight hours or more than that especially i really feel like shit yeah so which is which is weird i mean well, <laughs> i know tim, it makes I sense but at the same time it doesn't damn <laughs> yeah. i think it's been established that you're a vampire and you're this <laughs> yeah <laughs> moonlighting yeah. as a musician <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's it's the it's the job's fault. Freaking Target, man. I get it. it. Did this to me. I mean, I, I was I wasn't great before, you know. Like I still was kind of bad about when I was awake before, but um, 
yeah now that i work overnight like consistently it's just like i don't have a choice i have to be on that schedule it sucks but i'm supposed to switch back to day shift soon so that's cool i'm excited for that except no more fortnite uh, no, there would be more Fortnite. There'd well, be Fortnite not, not every night. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, there would. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Well, what time would you exactly. get off? What's day shift there? I would probably be working, like, morning shift, so I'd be, like, going in, like, 4 a.m. Holy cow. Okay, hell yeah, Fortnite every night. Let's go. Yeah, I would rather do that, though, than be there all night until 4 a.m. Yeah, fuck that. Well, actually, it's been phasmophobia lately, so phasmophobia all night. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, that game really got me, man. I'm like level 70 after playing for like two weeks. Dude, I knew it. I knew you'd get hooked. <laughs> what the hell I haven't been playing as much the last few days, but what's Phasmophobia now? It's a ghost hunting game. Ah, uh-huh. but it's like really good. It's funny because the graphics and everything are fucking terrible, but it, it, <laughs> and, the, and, and the movement is literally comedy. But the game, yeah. it's, the game itself is really fun. It's so addicting. Damn. I've been we were talking about on uh, the Department of Fence another show by Blind Ninja Studios that you know oh god right before the new year my buddy got me to talk me into downloading Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. and I played it a few times like this is stupid it's cartoony and then new year hit and I kind of I've been playing nothing but Halo Infinite oh yeah I've been and I kind of I too. completely forgot that I had Sea of Thieves on my download and I'm like <sighs> eh maybe I'll just try playing this for a little bit and now it's like ah oh, crap I'm addicted to it <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Halo too. That's it's been a fun game. I've been trying to grind ranked, but everybody's too good. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I got up to diamond whatever and ranked, and now and like I'm consistently inconsistently good at Halo. <laughs> <That makes> <laughs> it's just been it's like being tossed into a meat grinder at this point. Yeah, I'm the what same way with like? games in general. Like I, sometimes I'm really good, and sometimes I'm just trash. <laughs> Is it just there's just no way to know? Just have to play and find out. Yep. I was playing with my buddy who occasionally co-hosts on here, Grandpa Ben, and uh, I think I went something like three and twenty-eight in a match, and it's like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna put the controller down tonight. That's that's, that's when you know it's time to call it a night. Yeah, Operation Meat Shield was a success. (laughs) I'm gonna start using that. We all have those days. Right. Now, and of course, the Destiny just dropped that 13 minute review trailer, whatever. Have you guys oh, gotten into that? that? Actually, it looks sick, but yeah, I, I, I got into Destiny early on and then I kind of forgot about it for two years, got back into it last year, trying to play catch up, and I've set it down now, waiting for the new, the next expansion yeah. to drop here in uh, two weeks or something like that. But. Speaking of Destiny, my cousin, he had like for destiny one he had like the third most hours played in the world Jesus. i don't remember what it was but it was and it, it, i mean he literally played all the time he, it was his work he was able to work from home and he just played destiny all day while he was working <laughs> and the amount of hours he had I, I really wish i could remember what it was but i don't want to say something wrong but it was so many like he, the game had been out for like three years and he had a total of like almost a year played jesus <laughs> it was ridiculous so yeah I, I never really got into that game I liked watching people play it but I never liked playing it myself yeah I've got, I've got a decent group of buddies that play it now and we'll actually well last Friday we were playing it but I was running off like 4 hours of sleep up at 5am got off work at like 5 mm-hmm. 5 in the evening we all jump on at like 8 o'clock 9 o'clock whatever it was and sometime around midnight I was literally falling asleep while playing <laughs> it's like I, I can't do it anymore <laughs> yeah I think we've all been there right don't want to go to bed yeah, I've never been able to get myself to like get into that game either I kind of I tried to and I, I genuinely like couldn't figure out what to do I, well I was playing Destiny 2 to be fair I, don't, I haven't tried the first one I don't think but uh, like I remember doing one mission and then I finished the mission I I thought anyway and then I got you know I went back out to the like map and I looked at I, you know, I have my ship and I'm supposed to choose where to go and the only place I could go is back to that same place. So I just did the same mission like three times. On. <laughs> Nothing else happened and I was like, I don't know what else That's to kind do of with this game. <laughs> I just didn't understand what was happening. I was like, do I not get a different mission that I can do? Like, <laughs> I might just be stupid and I'm sorry, Destiny, uh, if, I, if I just couldn't figure out, figure you out. But 
I got yeah. friends that really enjoy that game. So yeah, I got know, into I'm, Destiny One late, like six months before Destiny Two came out. And I didn't understand the whole like you're supposed to. It's an open game. You know, other players in the world and whatnot. And, you know, so I'm doing stuff that you're supposed to have three to six players with, and I'm doing them solo. Wondering like, how the hell does anybody play this fucking game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I was doing some of that as well. That might have been why I was like not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. Could be it. I'm a weirdo though. I kind of like I grew up on all like single player games. Um, like I would go to in like middle school times. I would go to friends' houses and play like Halo. And in high school, I'd play like some Call of Duty and stuff. But uh, that was just at friends' houses. Like I never owned them until like I was probably like twenty something. Yeah. Like so, I just kind of started getting into shooters like a few years ago. So I feel like I'm a, a baby compared to other people. Like Brandon specifically is like insane at shooters. <laughs> He's one of the best like people that I, I know, just, like in general. And I know a lot of people that play games. No. So, he's being modest. He's like really good. I've been playing Fortnite for like four years, and he's been playing for like four weeks, and he's like ten times better than me. And it makes me upset. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Just you know, I just want you to know you're fucking cracked. I want the people people watching. Uh, Thanks, babe. <laughs> the bromance. I got you. Yeah. The FPS games are definitely my specialty. They always have been. Yeah, I felt I, I think I got to those late to the game. Yeah, I started playing like Morrowind and Oblivion back in the day and mm-hmm. stayed in that vein and a lot of, you know, well, fuck, Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, remember playing that when that first came out, the original RPG. That sounds sound really familiar. I can't. It's the old Star Wars game. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. And then didn't get into first person, like a little bit of of um, the old Medal of Honor series. Oh yeah. Those but were that, good, I mean, that was before I had an internet connection and knew that you could play yeah. with people online. But jumped on Call of Duty early and you know the got you know broke up with Call of Duty sometime around I think is Black Ops Two. Put it down for ten years and then COVID hit and I'm everybody's getting monitored or Warzone and I'm like no yeah. I'm not I'm not doing it I'm not doing it and then two weeks or three weeks into quarantine it's like okay fine I'll download it. <laughs> I was dude I was first, playing that for a bit. Yeah. Sorry. The very first game I ever got addicted to I was in middle school it was a RuneScape dude I, that game took over my life. It was just, I swear, six hours went by. It felt like an hour when I would play that game. But I haven't played it again because I know it's going to suck me in and I'm never going to get off. But that was always a fun game for me. I don't know why it was so fun because it's like the most simple game in the world, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. I never actually played that, but I used to watch like my friends play it and I like could not understand why it was so addicting to kill people. But it probably would have done the same thing to me if I actually played it. It doesn't I have a very sense. like addictive personality, so yeah, it the doesn't only, make any sense. I'm the, I'm thankful that Skyrim doesn't record how much time you spent on a game, or at least that I haven't seen it <laughs> because I spent way too much on there. <laughs> never did play that. Yeah. I never played that, and I never played Fallout. I don't know why. My brother loved those games, but I never played them. Hey, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Boy, yo, at the very least, need to play Fallout Four. Like. It, at this so point, times. it's harder to get into like well, like New Vegas and three are harder to get into because they've been out for a while and they're mm-hmm. they're generally more difficult games. Yeah, but uh, like Fallout Four is a lot easier. It's it's more accessible. Okay. I think it's more fun, honestly. Everyone dick rides in fucking New Vegas. I love New Vegas. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but like Fallout Four is my favorite. And I tried getting into Fallout Two or Three few buddies were trying to talk me into it and I just couldn't get into it and see those two games are very different though Fallout 2 is like a two-dimensional game and then Fallout 3 is like completely three-dimensional okay so like the, the series it is three then yeah okay yeah I was gonna say that the series like completely transformed between those two and I think that they like were sold to someone during that time as well because I don't think it was originally created by Bethesda actually now I'm remembering that I think it was sold to Bethesda and Bethesda made three and continued the series but fallout initially was like a i don't know how to describe it like a, a flat game it was like 2d it's very it was weird like, uh, <laughs> the first grand theft auto the first grand theft auto was like that it was, yeah it was, it was, like, it was just a sky view and everything was flat <laughs> yeah exactly 
god now that's a game i remember playing that way back in the day holy shit mm-hmm. oh yeah Throwback. And, uh, and then grand theft or yeah grand theft auto uh, uh was it vegas grand theft auto something vegas i don't remember i don't remember san andreas so, no it was the one before that vice city or Vice City, that's right. Yeah, Vice City. That that game, that game got me sucked. That was my jam, bro. <laughs> that was my shit. The radio songs. Vi- I might have played Vice City at a buddy's place or whatever. But the first game, the first Grand Theft Auto that I actually bought was was what's the most recent? Is it San Andreas? Is the last one GTA Five? GTA Five is the last one. Okay, so I didn't know if they had a yeah subtext. It's just GTA Five. Yeah. Isn't there? I think there was a four before five right it was like yeah. san andreas and then four and then five i think it was a three somewhere too i don't remember where that falls chronologically but yeah, i don't remember was it three was that the one set in new york and they seem to actually start to develop some kind of semblance of a storyline i really don't it, it might be i don't i don't actually remember playing that one i remember playing vice city and i remember playing san andreas but i don't remember playing anything else i just been pretty sure there is a three yeah, yeah. yeah bought GTA Five, and I wasn't going to. And then the local rock station on their morning show had uh, one of the developers come in, and he was doing like the demo for it and shit like that. And they're trying to describe how good the graphics were, especially for that time. Oh, and yeah. I was like, ah, I might go check it out. And next thing you know, it's five or six playthroughs through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good game. Get rid of that GES haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like my favorite. What's one of my favorite quotes just ever? And the, this, there needs to be a soundboard out there of just oh, Trevor. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. <laughs> you can probably find one pretty quickly. <laughs> but hey, we're uh, we're coming here near the end of the show. Uh, if folks yeah. folks listening that want to check out your music and follow you on social media, where can they find you? Uh, all of ours should just be like um, whatever slash for fear itself. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're we're for fear itself on pretty much everything. Um, yeah, you can find us there. And, Ms. and me, it, okay. my bad. Doug. I was just gonna say <laughs> I'm for fear it's Tim on like uh, fucking Instagram. If you want to follow me too. And then Misery's End, obviously on Spotify is Misery's End and Apple Music and everything. And then. Uh, all the socials are miseries and band so band after miseries and and yeah we're also everywhere literally <laughs> except it, band camp if you're sorely lacking for new music <laughs> i highly recommend finding brandon over on tiktok because i think you've found hey. you've introduced you know i think i've added probably 150 songs in the last year and change of following you on there mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, brandon a and b reacts on tiktok and instagram always sharing new music always posting good stuff uh mostly heavy music but every now and then i do you know a little bit softer rock especially lately uh i actually just recently partnered with push digital marketing so they send me stuff all the time and it's not all heavy metal like there's some like softer metal too so Mm -hmm. i've been doing some of that so yeah you can pretty much find anything anything you're looking for in the heavy music realm i post it (laughs) and And also some funny stuff you were working on a or have you released the the uh Try not to headbang challenge. I, I just released it today. I, I, I made it all today and released it today while I was at work. <laughs> uh, so I know it's getting towards the end of the show, but real quick. Uh, yeah. So so for work, what I do is I, I change tires on semi trucks, and uh, it's kind of it's on and off. It's not busy all day. Like there's a truck comes in, they leave, and we have like a few minutes to sit down. So every few minutes I had to sit down. I was just screen recording songs off YouTube and like adding it to splice splices, what I use to make all the videos. And, uh, it took me like five hours at work to make it just because the time was so split up. And then I just downloaded it and posted it at work. And yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I think, I think it's a good headbang challenge. And there's a, there's a bunch of other like YouTube reactors supposed to be watching it and reacting to it. So that'll be fun to watch. And, uh, I felt really bad. I really, didn't want to put Misery's End in it just because I feel like that's, you know, that's just weird. But I did. I did. <laughs> nah, man. Use your platform to promote yourself. I, mean, I don't like, know why. I just, it feels so weird for me to do that. I don't know why. Like, even, like, posting Misery's End stuff to my own TikTok just feels so weird. I, I yeah. I don't know. I, I get that. Like, <laughs> but, oh, I'll take a second and shout out my playlist as well yeah. since we were talking about Endless Brutality. I have a playlist called New Core, uh, but like N-U, like new metal, but core. 
um, on Spotify specifically, and uh, I showcase a lot of like up and coming bands there, like that I think are at least like kind of in the same vein as us mostly. But um, I, I brought that up to say like when I when I first made us like the cover of that, I felt bad because I was like, oh, you know, I'm way you know. I tried to, I made this to try and just help the scene and now I'm using just to, but like, I, I mean, you know, no one else is gonna take their time out of their day to, you know, spend that much time promoting your business. So you gotta be the one to do it. So don't feel bad about it. Yeah, I've been doing it more. It still feels weird. I'll get used to it. <laughs> nah, that's your baby, promote it all you want. I think yeah. people will be fine with it. But sorry, I can have this talk with him off the show. No, no worries. <laughs> I just want to say, whether you're listening the listening on audio only or if you're watching on YouTube, pause now. Go check out Misery's End, Living with Loss. Correct? I didn't. I didn't screw yep. that up today. A stages of Grief is the EP. Stages of Grief. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, continue by for, for fear itself. Go check them out right now. Hey. Come back to the show. Do it. You can hear my my sultry voice read cre- end credits of that. <laughs> awesome guys, appreciate it. And absolutely, we'll catch everyone else next time. Thanks for having me, bro. Great talking.
that is satiate by fear for itself thank you again everyone for taking the time to tune in this week and each and every other week whether you're on an audio only platform or you're checking out the youtube youtube channel keep up to date with future guests live recordings and new episodes by following the show on facebook and instagram at rules of the arena podcast and many of you asked how can you help me out if you'd be so kind head over to apple Podcasts, audible spotify or wherever you're listening drop a review make sure you leave a comment on there i'd like to know what you think of the show and if you like the show tell people about it you can share it with your friends family or even if you just share it on instagram or facebook it really does help me out and you can head over to rules of the arena podcast.com where you can check out the new line of t-shirts sweatshirts tank tops i got cell phone cases all sorts of cool stuff over there and if you haven't yet make sure to go check out no story left behind you can follow nslb on facebook and no story left behind at no story left behind all episodes are released on its own feed but still hosted by blind ninja studios and you can find that wherever you find your favorite podcast i also have the episodes up on youtube under the roa channel just look at the nslb playlist if you have any questions concerns show ideas or would like to be a guest on the show shoot me an email gordon at blind and don't forget to follow and <laughs> excuse me and rules the and no Australia behind are produced by blind ninja studios so you can follow them on facebook or instagram at blind ninja or on twitter blind underscore ninja thank you again everyone and i will catch you next time